Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start Ed Up podcast. Been waiting for this one for a while. I have on my friend and honestly, one of my muses, Lauren Prager. She is the chief strategy officer of Synapse, which is a not just this mega conference, but also this awesome ecosystem build. We're going to get into that. But before I start going on and on, welcome Lauren to the show. Well, thank you so much. That was really sweet and generous of you. I don't know that anybody has ever referenced me as their muse before, but that is a true honor. (laughs) Few people. Okay. So let's, so before people like, oh my gosh, is this one of those mutual admiration society podcasts? In a way, (laughs) yes, it might be, but um, I want to get into so bad about that. We need a little mutual admiration in society these days. So I'm okay with that. Right. So um, I'm trying to remember how I discovered, oh, I do remember how I discovered Synapse. Uh, a friend of mine who actually is just now moving, um, but uh, Ian Adair had told me about this unbelievably awesome conference that was in Tampa or sometimes Orlando and it was called Synapse. And I started looking at your guys' like lineup of speakers over the years. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so um, we were going to do this tour of Tampa with, with our foundation anyway. And uh, I remember I came down for it and, Actually, it was a couple months previous um, for, to the startup of the year uh, there in Tampa in January. And so I met with you and we had so many people in common that either we were trying to track down or hadn't tracked down. And I started taking a look at what you guys were doing, which in a lot of ways is kind of this new thing called the eco, you know, ecosystem build um, for different cities, towns and states. Um, so I was like amazed by that. So I, I want to get into, first of all, before we dig into what Synapse is, what is your definition of an ecosystem build? A, a healthy ecosystem has to have strong components from different players that each bring something unique to the table. And so in order to build an ecosystem, I think there has to be some common understanding of a goal, what you're building towards, and a recognition that you need to invite different organizations or individuals or um, communities to the table that bring the different strengths that you need. And when you're open to um, acknowledging that there are certain strengths that you have and certain strengths that you're lacking and you source that support or input from others, you can build a strong and thriving ecosystem. Um, so when we think about community and building community, we're really intentional about the um, components that we've seen based on research we've done that really undergirded the foundations of Synapse kind of the architecture of Synapse about who the players are that we think are necessary for a thriving innovation ecosystem. So it's really about honest collaboration and communication. Yeah. And and I I think sometimes on those key components really is fostering entrepreneurship. And sometimes when people think fostering entrepreneurship, it's like this pressure to, you know, get that tech firm that's going to employ 500 people. But the statistics don't really show that, that entrepreneurship is also mom and pop shops um, and, and everything in between. So how is Lauren trying to foster entrepreneurship in, let's just say, the Tampa region? Sure. And I'd actually like to expand that to Florida. Synapse 
as a yes. nonprofit works to foster and support innovation all across the state. And when I think about entrepreneurship, I actually try to define it really broadly. Most people, I think, um, assume that it would be the CEO or the founder. And yes, that's true. You need somebody with that grit and determination and that belief that he or she or they are the, the right person, the best person to solve whatever problem they've seen that they feel they need to solve and are motivated to build a business. But I, I think the yes and to that is that um, to be truly successful in building our ecosystem, we have to open the aperture and define entrepreneurship more broadly. I think each of us can be entrepreneurial in the way that we um, participate in our business or even in our society and community, creating something new, making it better, taking the actions that will ultimately improve what we're working on. And so when we're willing to um, more broadly define entrepreneurship and being entrepreneurial, we can invite more people and their diverse experiences and goals and mindsets into the ecosystem. And then magic really happens. Okay, I love that answer. And, and, and I'm going to say oh, the vast majority of people that listen to this podcast know exactly what you're talking about. But um, that, that creating mindsets and being entrepreneurial is, is what I want to focus in on. Uh, because I, like, I know in our mission and vision is we like, do a lot for students and we're telling teachers that want to support this, we don't expect every student to be an entrepreneur. Matter of fact, that's probably in the 3 to 5% range we're wanting them to be entrepreneurial and that is a big difference. And, and I, like what we've boiled it down to is seeing problems as opportunities. I remember that classic story. I think it was from the 1980s <laughs> showing my age here, but there was a lady that figured out at the, I think it was United airlines. And this is when they actually served meals on flights. If we just took the olive out of the salad because no one was eating their olive, we'd save like it was hundreds of thousands of dollars for the year. And she didn't get a $500,000 bonus, but she was really, really, really um, appreciated, probably got a bonus. And that is being entrepreneurial. So I, I, I love that. Um, in your attempt to make people more entrepreneurial, how are you targeting those people? And then what would be the next steps? Well, I think the first step is to... Um, have a really open conversation about what it is to be innovative or entrepreneurial and to really educate people because, you know, I'm not a technologist by training. Um, I can't write a line of code or read a line of code. So, you know, this is not the definition of entrepreneurship or, entrep or being entrepreneurial or innovative. And so part of it is a societal shift to redefining what it means to empower ourselves and each other with an entrepreneurial mindset. One of my greatest frustrations is seeing people who have companies where there's like an innovation department or, you know, they kind of silo people. If we can expand the way that we encourage our, um, our businesses and our talent to think about themselves as entrepreneurial, we get those um, inspirational moments where you do have the, like the story that you share, just somebody who sees a little tweak, a little problem that they could help solve. And it has trickle down effects on, um, on a system that we couldn't anticipate. So part of what we really work hard with at Synapse is to help to redefine innovation and entrepreneurship in a very broad way um, and remove silos that have existed that sometimes create unanticipated barriers to creativity and inspiration. 
and allow people to be exposed to ideas from industries or technologies mm. that they wouldn't normally seek out because we are an overprogrammed society. We are working so hard every day on our business, on our on our personal life, on our family lives. Um, you just sometimes don't have the bandwidth. So when we create community at Synapse, it's a really diverse set of thought leaders, ideas, industries, technologies, geographies that we intentionally curate and bring together to, um, again, expand that definition and, and expose people to entrepreneurship and innovation in ways they may not have realized that it actually exists. And that has um, uh, just an, an effect that you can't anticipate. And even, you know, in the five years since we launched, we're still hearing from people who said, I met somebody from a completely different community or, or industry at the very first Synapse Summit, and now we're business partners. And, um, and it totally opened the, my eyes to a different path. So, you know, we, we love those opportunities to expose people to new ideas. And that's how we create more and new entrepreneurs and innovators. I'm laughing over here because one of the double-edged swords or catch-22s of things like the Snap Summit is the um, your brain starts going on fire. And sometimes you miss the next speaker because what you just heard in that last session, you're running out into the hallway, you're trying to stop that person, or you're on the phone trying to call back to your HQ or whatever. And like, your mind is on fire. You're like, oh my gosh, I just, because it is, it's those collisions of ideas. It's those sharing of concepts that just makes you feel alive. Um, it's, it's one of the reasons why I just, I, I love conferences like that. It just, it, it is, it's great. And, and, and I actually want to provide a lot of uh, honor too. in my first Synapse Summit. That's exactly what happened. Like I was missing every other <laughs> speaker because I was running back and telling people or like, before I lose this thought, here's what we should do, or here's some, here's the person we need to collaborate with or, or, or whatever. And matter of fact, in that um, first year, there's gosh, three or four, um, groups or individuals that I've circled back with several times. So to prove your point that, that, that it, it, a guy from Indiana goes off to Tampa uh, to build relationships in ways I, I didn't know what I was going to do. Well, thank you. I'm glad we have this on record. So that's like the best <laughs> commercial ever. But in all honesty, there are kind of two observations I wanted to, sh I would love to share on that. The greatest complaint that we get on our feedback surveys about Synapse events is that it, there was too much and people couldn't see it all. And that's the point, that there is density and energy and um, and and it's a proof of life in so many respects, again, because um, our communities are, are big and siloed. And so we want that. We want people to feel like, man, I need to um, duplicate or, or, you know, clone myself to get to all of this stuff. And I always tell people, well, make friends. Or if you're coming with colleagues or friends, each of you take a session and your job is to over coffee or lunch or drinks or whatever, report back and educate others about what you learned and share what inspired you. So that's kind of one observation I think is important to share. And the other thing that we talk about a lot is the sanctity of space. And I feel very strongly about this, especially as we are now in merging from our COVID quarantines and figuring out how to navigate reconnecting as a society. It's really, really special to be in a shared space 
where you've taken the time, invested them the energy in coming to an event together, and you already know that you have something in common based on your your um, you know that investment, and you allow yourself to be open to new ideas and interacting with people, and that is just not something that yet we can replicate online. And I'm so glad because when we hosted our very first event since the pandemic in person, we did virtual gatherings and they were really powerful, but the energy that we felt was unlike anything else that we had in the previous two years. And there's really no substitute for coming together in person. You know, that's why you brought your students to Tampa, um, you know, earlier in, in the summer and, and abroad and that experience of being there, placemaking, connecting in person, it, it is, there is no substitute. And I can't emphasize that enough um, for the power of ecosystem building or business building or person building. I mean, that's just how we develop into interesting humans. Um, so show up, everybody. Showing up makes a difference. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny. I, one that, ironically enough, I'm sitting there thinking it's through my head. I, I'd done a podcast a couple of years ago with an awesome guy named Tim Holcomb. Um, and Tim is at the Miami, Miami of Ohio, um, where actually one of his graduates um, was a guy that started ReliQuest. His name's Brian Murphy. And uh, their program at Miami, they're starting a, basically a new thing called you know, ecosystem building. And it is fostering entrepreneurship and relationships and all these things we're talking about, which like literally is going to become a, you know, a college program actually has there. Um, but it's starting to become a career. Like I, I've seen other people like in, this is not meant to be an insult, second tier cities, like the cities are, you know, they're, they're not quite Austin yet, but they're, they're wanting to grow and, and they're now occupations in this area. And exactly what you said, it's inbound and outbound, you know, it, it's them going and seeing what, what works in, yeah, San Francisco, but also Milan or Paris or Toronto or Waterloo, Canada, right? And then getting those people to come to Indianapolis or Phoenix or, uh, you know, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh. Um, it, it's, it's, I think it is an exciting career. And some people are like, you know, because it, it's new, when people, when I explain this to people, we're like, well, that just actually, yeah, that makes sense because it is those experiential things. And, and it's also why people love traveling so much. You know, when people go on vacation, they're like, oh, I love the way they do things here. We should bring that back to what we do or my city. So I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I think the, the yes and to that is um, to take what you see or are inspired by in other communities, but also to marry that with what makes your own community authentic and special. And, um, and that's the magic. That's what makes Austin, Austin and Denver, Denver, and will make, you know, Indianapolis its own ecosystem and Tampa and Orlando, Miami, and, you know, their own ecosystems. I think, you know, you, you have to be willing to embrace and honor that. And then the people who move to your community have to be kind of willing to adapt to the the tone or the 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 affect of your community and um and that's a good thing that's why again we each contribute something unique to the ecosystem as a whole if you think of the state of florida each um, city or community or region has its own unique flavor and flair and that's awesome we want that and then when you bring it all together you make this incredibly powerful innovation engine and that's what's driving florida to be um so attractive 
to people who want to invest or build or grow and scale a business like so many have, ReliaQuest being a fantastic example. So um, that's, you know, we can build something that's so special to us. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Like having your own... So- acknowledging what works in other places and then putting your spin on it with your regional cultures, with your, you know, focuses, um, with, with things that you're doing right. Definitely. Um, but speaking of that in different areas. So, um, this year, if, if I have heard correctly, you, this year's Synapse Summit is going to be in Orlando. What are uh, the- Not quite, not quite. We do two events. Synapse wow. Orlando is its own event. Oh. Um, and Synapse Summit is its own event. So, um, the, but so we're doing both. Okay. So my question though, being what is, how much different is it in planning and um, getting those groups together and presenting in those two different cities? Cause they're, I'm assuming pretty darn different, correct? Uh, there, <clears throat> there are a lot of similarities and a lot of differences. Um, you know, I think, like I said, and it's actually a perfect segue, Um, To be successful in ecosystem building, you have to first work with the people in the community and understand what makes that community special and unique and what its greatest assets are and even what some of its challenges are. And so we have um, been hosting Synapse Orlando and we'll host it again um, Friday, October 21st in downtown. We were invited to do so when we hosted the second Synapse Summit. We asked and invited the leadership of the Orlando Economic Partnership to join us and to speak and to educate the community about what makes Orlando such a dynamic and thriving innovation ecosystem. Everybody knows about hospitality and tourism in Orlando, but there's so much more, Um, a deep, deep history and model simulation and training, so much going on in aspects of virtual and augmented reality, gaming Uh, computing, spatial computing, that's become um, the foundations for what we now know to be the metaverse and has launched Orlando to be the really meta center. Um, There's a ton going on in healthcare and medical technology, wellness. So we wanted people to know about that. And when the leadership of the OEP came um, and spoke and saw the community come together, they said, would you partner with us to bring this same sort of experience into Orlando? And so we have, and we hosted our first one in 2019. We uh, held it at a biker bar, which was an unusual venue and (laughs) and awesome because it, it, again, you know, when place matters, placemaking matters. So if you take it outside of the traditional um, event environment, you kind of all of a sudden tell people you're in a unique and innovative in experience and it was a, a packed house. And so, you know, we had about 1200 people at the very first one and we had to skip 2020 for the pandemic. But when we reconvened last October at um, the Performing Arts Center in downtown Orlando, again, it was a packed house and we really create something that's authentically Orlando because we work with the Orlando community to create that. And you know, when we host Synapse Summit, which is a celebration of innovation from the entire state of Florida, we worked really hard to cultivate meaningful relationships with partners all across the state from Tallahassee, Gainesville, Jacksonville to Orlando, Southwest Florida to Miami and Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale. And we work with them 
And we say, what is it that you're so proud of? What's happening in, in your neck of the woods? And how can we piece those, um, those, those exciting experiences together to help people see in one space, in one day, just to get an essence of what's happening all across the state of Florida and really to be like a punctuation mark to um, all of the innovation that's happening throughout the year. And that's how we build this. We build this by and for and with the community. And it's a real, it's really energizing and really exciting to get to do this, create one place where we all come together. So that's how we do it. Oh, man, okay, that answer was so, mm, so there, my man, uh, <laughs> I don't know where to start. I'll brain dump on you and let you uh, uh, respond accordingly and what you want to respond to. Um, number one, you know, all of us in Florida get together. I mean, I noticed a lot of people not from Florida as well, uh, probably more True. on the spectator side, which I appreciated. But in your answer of that, I started thinking about all the different ecosystems that are really making a name for themselves. And I will say Tampa all of a sudden has had a big blockchain presence, um, met some great people in the blockchain uh, spaces. Um, man, oh my gosh, the people that you introduced me to actually block spaces, Thank literally you. block spaces, block spaces. Yes, block spaces. They <laughs> yes. were great. They were yeah, great. Matter Tampa, fact, Tampa grown, Tampa Bay grown. So, um, and thriving and wonderful company and wonderful people, um, yeah. really generous with their education. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sitting there thinking about like, you, you, like you said, Orlando, I know some really awesome people in the health tech space. Tampa, blockchain, and a lot of metaverse stuff. Orlando, metaverse stuff. Miami, uh, the mayor of Miami is personally making sure that everybody's thinking of crypto in Miami and doing their thing. The Space Coast, right? Like, there's all these really interesting things that are are being um, well branded. And then, so how? And I got to be careful how I say this, but like, how difficult is it for the regionalism of sometimes in Miami to bring people to the other coast and, and, and do a summit. Is, is that a, is that sometimes a struggle or, you know, um, is it kind of an all hands on deck? This is, this is just where we meet or has there been a desire to host it somewhere else um, at a Miami or at a space coast uh, Cape Canaveral area? Well, I think the, the, the reality is there's so much opportunity and when you're truly willing to build as a partner, you can um, leverage everybody else. You know, one of my colleagues often quotes um, uh, the, the line that, you know, it's amazing what can be accomplished when nobody cares who gets the credit. And I think about that a lot in the work that Synapse does. And um, we really just want the community to shine we do have a lot of attendees from outside of the state be, who come as spectators and that's intentional because this is the chance for Florida to shine and pass the mic to people who are heads down building, working, growing, scaling, investing, um, creating, who rarely get the chance and we want to put them on that platform. And so, um, you know, for us, it's really a matter of helping to, to tell the stories. And man, there are more stories to tell than we can create stages for or have the time for. There's so much good stuff happening. So, you know, those true collaborations and partnerships are really what make this all possible. And we try to be um, the convener in this ecosystem that enables 
people to share what they're they've accomplished, find the partners that they need, and to be in that spotlight. We talk about celebrate, discover, engage. And we want to do that. And so we lean on our partners and we say, we're creating this space, we're creating this stage, and um, this opportunity to bring, bring exhibitors together, over 350 companies of large scale companies, enterprise global companies, and startups, sometimes even high school kids who come with their startups to come together to exhibit and to really show what they're working on and inspire and excite people and, and create opportunities to engage. So that's how we do it. So, you know, we will cultivate those partnerships with anybody who truly and genuinely shares our desire to create an innovation ecosystem that works for all of us. Mm, three things I want to go over. Uh, one, I love the fact that at Snaps, I got to meet, you guys had some students there from a program and I love that because there was student voice there. Uh, two, I cannot wait to introduce you to one of our ecosystem developers for Indiana, Julie Heath. I'm sure she'll be listening to this podcast and introductions will be made because um, also going out of her way to not like share the credit. I, I, the first thing you answered is like how much can be done when people aren't vying for that. And um that brings me to my third point. And, and I'd be remiss if I, like a lot of times I don't try to share personal stories on, on the podcast, but when I went there, there was this selflessness um, to a lot of the conference. There was the, the less about the all hail synapse and providing the spotlight to the people there and the presenters. Um, and, and then as I got to know more about the conference, it, it was more impressive, but then, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this. Um, We'll find out. I don't know where you're going. I can always edit it out, but I try not to edit. Um, Is is that when um, I started talking to you, when I said, hey, we're going to bring some students down to Tampa. And I said, uh, can you help me? And you went out of your way. And I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to help you. And you said, no, this is not a quid pro quo. I want to help because I want to help. And I, and I, um, I think that speaks volumes to Synapse, but also you. And I really have appreciated in now the whopping, what, eight months I've known you, um, that there has been from stem to stern, both you and Synapse has, like, literally it's that leading with the mission and not self-promotion. Uh, and I'm not saying this in a disparaging way to some other conferences, but sometimes the conference, you know, <laughs> the conference is the conference. It is the, it is the, the thing. And, and, and that's, that's fine. Um, but I've just really appreciated um, that mission and that humility and that let's, let's bring these ideas and people and spotlight them and share best practices to the stage. And so sincerely, a tip of the hat to the ecosystem you guys are building for the state and the people that you're bringing in. And of course, you know, cynically, of course, who doesn't want to come down and visit Florida when it's cold everywhere else? But um, man, I, I, I just, your, your humility and willingness to work has just, my whole staff was like, man, that Lauren lady, you have just helped us so much. And we sincerely appreciate that. Well, I appreciate that. It was very generous of you. But, you know, in reality, this is who we are. Synapse's values start with community first. That is literally the first thing. And um, 
that's our role. We're, we're a nonprofit here to serve the community. And, um, you know, Mayor Suarez's tweet, how can I help is, you know, what um, really transformed the Miami messaging and community, but it's a reflection really of all of us who are truly building these innovation ecosystems regionally and statewide. And it's certainly a reflection of who Synapse is as an organization. And I, I think that um, truly to build a strong community, whether it's centered around innovation or entrepreneurship or really anything else, mm -hmm. there has to be a genuine um, commitment to looking out for others and, yeah. and really giving what you can and, um, and not having an expectation that it'll, you know, there's a direct benefit. You just do that because that's what makes societies work when we look out for each other, give each other support, help each other when we're down, celebrate each other when we win, you know, and it, it might sound a little cheesy or cliche and I'm okay with that. I'm old school and I got an old soul and there's a lot to that. And I think the more that we as ecosystem leaders and builders, something which, you know, I never set out to be, but here I am, um, the more that we can do that and we inspire others to follow suit, we create the community that we wish to be a part of. And that's so gratifying. So um, yeah, community first. So we're happy to help. So uh, I will say though, um, and this is a great problem to have, uh, but all of a sudden, especially pandemic, <laughs> there's been such a huge influx to Florida and a lot of startups and a lot of new remote workers coming into the state. So while a lot of ecosystem builders would love to have that problem, it still has to be somewhat something difficult to sift through. How, how in creating this ecosystem, how, how do you deal with the massive amount of growth and still, um, gosh, how do I say this? Well, yeah, just that. How, how do you guys handle this fast of growth? By creating a welcoming environment for those who are coming in to know that they belong and we're excited to have them and encouraging those who are working remote to uh, join us, you know, in whatever way they feel they need or want, um, you know, through social stuff or educational stuff and um, just kind of creating that community when they're ready and being willing to listen to what their needs are. Um, and then to create these opportunities for visibility. So I think the biggest challenge with all these, you know, folks coming in um, is it's really, there's a lot happening in Florida. There's, I think, you know, there's a lot happening in, in each of our regions and cities. And so helping people to find a landing pad is really important. And there are organizations all across the state of Florida that do that. I'm sure this is, I know this exists in lots of lots of communities. Um, there's, you know, High Tampa Bay, which Synapse has been a leading part of in creating just a, a social networking place for people with, um, within the Tampa Bay community. So they, uh, we do happy hours every other month, one month in Tampa, one month in St. Pete. Um, <clears throat> the cities are pretty close together and we want everybody to feel included. The Orlando Tech Council um, has an amazing membership and community for the Orlando region, um, South Florida Tech Hub in South Florida. So, you know, there's Launch Tally up in Tallahassee. So, you know, I think as the communities continue to evolve and grow, you'll see that these organizations work together to create a point of entry 
And, um, and hopefully more and more of those remote workers will um, be ready or interested in engaging locally. And whether they start to work local and they transition their careers, they start to see opportunities and growing companies where they can, they can thrive here and build the local talent workforce, or if it just becomes social, that's fine too. Um, so I think that's the messaging that um, that resonates. And I had a chance to spend the day just the other day with several um, very successful and accomplished entrepreneurs um, who have recently relocated or located to the Tampa Bay area. And that's what they were sharing with me. And so I think we just keep welcoming people. I mean, I'm a transplant too. And, you know, just feeling welcome, feeling like you can, you, you can be a part of this community is all that you need to do. And, and that's why people are flocking to Florida. Awesome. Well, as we wrap up, um, give everybody all the details, whether it's uh, Synapse Summit, the, the Orlando event, what, what more we can engage in with, with Synapse. Give us all the details. Sure. So, you know, Synapse operates all year round. Um, we're constantly looking to develop partnerships with, um, with innovators and entrepreneurs across Florida and even beyond Florida. And you're, you know, you've been an amazing partner and inspiration to me and to us as to how to do that and the way that you're bringing um, your innovative community along. So, you know, that's the first thing. This is a 365 day a year endeavor. And so, you know, by just going to synapsefl.com, you'll see more about how we do what we do all year round. But we're most well known for our events because they're so unique and so energizing and they're a lot of fun. Um, if I do say so myself, I always have fun. And that's, uh, that's really important. So we'll get together um, every year uh, coming up in October on Friday, October 21st in downtown Orlando at Synapse Orlando. Um, we'll anticipate close to 2000 people to come together who are growing companies, scaling companies, investors, um, leaders from educational institutions, and some of the most impressive corporate innovators that are there in the region to share what's going on there. Um, and then we'll come together in Tampa for our statewide celebration at Synapse Summit on Tuesday, February 14th, because Florida loves innovation. See what I did there, Valentine's Day plug. Um, and, and we'll, we'll get together again as a community. And whether you're from Florida, you're Florida curious, you just want to get out of your frigid winters. I'm a former Northeasterner. So I know that Feb by February 14th, you're like over winter. So it's a beautiful time to be in Tampa Bay and you're welcome. And not only is there Synapse Summit, but we work with our partners across the area to create an innovation week. So you have an excuse to come down and um, explore some of the innovation places and spaces and groups that um, help make up this thriving ecosystem right in Tampa Bay. So gives you an excuse to buy the plane ticket and come in and really see what opportunities there are here for you in Florida and why, as we like to say, innovation lives here. Awesome. Lauren Prager, Chief Strategy Officer of Synapse, has been our guest. Lauren, again, man, I just appreciate all that you do, all the work you've done, um, the ecosystem you've built, and doing so with, with a, a, a lot of passion, humility, helpfulness. I, I am always here to help um, because you helped my students and I first. So uh, sincerely, sincerely, congratulations. Looking forward to it. Thank you for having us um, and me and um, looking forward to keeping in touch.
Thank you.